We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. And so finally this boy said to him, this 19-year-old boy said to him, said, Doctor, why don't you let the Lord heal you? He said, what do you mean, let the Lord heal you? Well, he said, James 5.14 said, Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anoint all in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed sins, it shall be forgiven him. And this great doctor of divinity, world-renowned, world-traveled preacher, said, is that in the Bible? You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How to Possess the Land. I remember, in fact, I have it over here in my library yet, the man's life story, a great Baptist preacher. In fact, two of his brothers were a member of my church. And uh, their daddy died when they were just small. And these two boys in my church, they didn't get any education. Uh, in fact, one of them, after he had married, had two daughters. The daughter's grown. They taught him at least to write his name. But they... Uh, their younger brother, they saw to it that he got an education. He graduated from high school. They owned the farm, and so they ran the farm. They put him through college. Then he felt like God called him to preach, so they put him through seminary. Paid for it. He graduated from seminary. He went on and eventually got his doctorate degree. He was one of the leading Baptist evangelists in America. He'd hold citywide meetings. In Atlanta, Georgia, Kansas City, St. Louis, and other large cities, all the first churches would cooperate with him in these large meetings. He said that uh, there in California, he lived in California, and he said he, uh, he attended a home prayer meeting. And these folks had received this experience. They'd come on over into Canaan's land, got filled with the Holy Ghost. And he began to see it. And he began to cause all they knew to do. There's no preacher involved, just people. And, and except him, he's a preacher, but he, he couldn't lead anybody into it. But they were all tearing and waiting and praying. And some of them had got filled and some of them hadn't. And he began to pray and seek for this experience. And he said the Holy Ghost came upon him. And he began to stammer and speak a little bit in tongues. But then you see... He just got over into the edge of Canaan's land and he began to see the enemies that's there. First, he said, I began to think, now what's this going to do with me and my denomination? They're not going to accept this. What's this going to do to me and my finances? Because then my finances will be cut off. He owned a home paid for in Beverly Hills, California. Be worth today... Probably two or three million dollars, same house, maybe more. He owned one of those 12 cylinders Lincolns. He had a library that was worth over $50,000. That's way back under, you know, when money wasn't money like it is now. He had thousands of dollars in a saving account. He got to thinking about that. What's this going to do to my reputation? He got to thinking about that. And of course, the anointing left him. And he looked around, he said, and everybody was praying. So he got up and slipped out. Whew, boy, 
Man, I almost got into it. I'd have been turned out. They wouldn't, they wouldn't cooperate with me on these citywide meetings. My money would have been cut off. My reputation would have been ruined to get in with these. They called them tongue talkers and holer rollers in those days. And so uh, he said, uh, he went on, you know, preaching. And he was holding a meeting in Atlanta, Georgia, in the city auditorium. All of the first churches of the city sponsored his meeting. And right in the middle of the meeting, he got sick and couldn't carry it on. And for two years, he couldn't preach a sermon. He went to doctors all over, everywhere, even in Europe. Finally wound up at the great Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. They couldn't find out what's wrong with him. None of them could. Some of them said it was this. Some of them said it was something else. After two years' time, you see no other income, not preaching. Sold his house. Sold his automobile. Sold most of his library. All of his thousands of dollars on savings are gone. It's all gone. He spent it all on medicine, on, on doctors all over the world. They wound up in the city county hospital in Los Angeles, California, a charity case. Doctor said he's died. One of his brothers lived there in California. He didn't have any education either. He's just a day laborer. In fact, he'd been digging some ditches. He said to his brother, loan me enough money. I don't have anything left. It's all gone. Loan me enough money to get a train ticket. You travel by train back in those days. To get a train ticket to get back to Texas. I want to see my mother. She's 84 years old. She can't come here. She's still out there on the same old farm place in Westminster, Texas. And said, uh, and, and, and his brother said, well, I just don't have that kind of money. Didn't take too much in those days to get a train ticket. But he said, I don't have that kind of money. Well, finally he persuaded his brother to put some in what he did have and bar the rest of it. And bought him a train ticket. Doctor said, no, 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 you can't go, you'd die. You can't make the trip. He said, my dear old mother's 84 years old. Before I die, I want to see her and tell her goodbye. Finally, the doctor was persuaded. He said, well, we'll put you on the train. He's a stretcher case. And, and, and we'll give you some shots and teach you how to give you shots. Maybe you'll get there. Well, some way or another, he made it. Came in there to the old depot in McKinney, my home. Ambulance picked him up, carried him out there about 15 miles from McKinney in the country in Collin County to a little community called Westminster. Out there in the old home place, the old farm place. He's bedfast. The mother, 84 years old, she can't see after him, but there was a 19-year-old boy lived with her to see after her. Somebody else ran the farm, still farmed it. So this 19-year-old boy became this great Baptist preacher's nursemaid. He had to turn him. He had to bathe him. Man can't eat anything. He hadn't had anything to eat except a little baby food, little some raw eggs and some milk, and he couldn't keep that on his stomach. And so finally, this boy said to him, this 19-year-old boy said to him, said, Doctor, why don't you let the Lord heal you? He said, what do you mean, let the Lord heal you? Well, he said, James 5.14 said, is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anoint all in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed sins, he shall be forgiven him. And this great doctor of divinity, world-renowned, world-traveled preacher, said, is that in the Bible? 
Sure, he said it's in the Bible. James 5, 15, 14. When he said, get my, he said, I'd been there for several weeks and hadn't even read the Bible. Get my Bible out of the trunk there. So the boy got his Bible out of the trunk. And, and he said, well, find that for me and read it to him. The boy said, I can't read. Well, he said, how do you know it's in the Bible? Well, he said, my pastor preached on it last Sunday. That was his text. Well, he said, hand it here and let me find it. And so he found James 5, 14, is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. See, that's, that's part of Canaan's land. That's part of our blessing. Amen. And, uh, and so this great Baptist preacher read that. He said, you say your pastor preached on it? He said, yeah. And what did he do after he preached on it? He said, he anointed people thought and laid hands on him. He said, you mean he practices that? He said, yeah. Well, he said, get me out of here and get me over to the meeting. And so one of the brothers that was in my church, he brought his old T-model Ford and picked him up and carried him because he's helpless like a baby. Made a bed in the back seat of that old T-model touring car. Put him in that back seat. Drove up to an old brush arbor. He thought he was going to church. That's the only church they had was a brush arbor. They were hoping before wintertime to put to get something up where they could get in out of the cold. Drove up as close as they could. And he heard the fellow preach. And then... Because they told him he was there, he came out where he was, anointed with awe, and prayed. They carried him home. His brother picked him up, carried him in, and put him in the bed, because he's still helpless. And they got back. They had long service, then Pentecostal, you know. And he got back home about midnight. And he said, Mama, he hadn't had a bite of solid food for two years. Food that he ate most of it, he couldn't keep on the stomach. He said, Mama, Send this young man, whatever his name was, out to the old smokehouse and get a ham. Cut me a big slice of it, make me some good old country biscuits and gravy. I'm going to have a midnight supper. The Lord has healed me. His mama said, now son, because she's still Baptist, you see. Said, now son, you know what you're doing. You don't look any better. You feel any different. No, he said, I don't feel any different. But what makes you think the Lord healed you? He said, I know he did. And how do you know he did? See, there's all kind of enemies to try to keep you out of the blessings. Amen. All kind of enemies to try to keep you from being healed. Amen. Don't you know all the doctors, I mean doctors in Europe, all the best doctors in America, having spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Back there then when money was money. And they can't do a thing. All these things are against you. All these giants have got you whipped. You can't get into healing, but thanks be unto God. Being Baptist, he had a little bit more reverence for the word than some folks. How, well, his mama said, why do you think you're healed? He said, the Bible said so. The Bible said so. And he quoted the scripture. But she said, you're not any better. He must not have prayed the prayer of faith. But being, you know, Baptists know about faith for salvation. He said, the very fact that we acted on the word of God is faith. I acted in faith and he acted in faith. So I'm healed. She said, I thought, well, the poor fellow's going to die anyway. So I'll cook him his meal. And like the fellow that's going to be executed, you know, give him that last meal. Whatever you want. That's what he wants. And if he dies, she said, at least I can, I can be happy in that I was able to feed him. And he ate mama's meal. So she went back in those days, old wood cook stove. Cut that ham, 
Made those biscuits, not these little old canned biscuits, you know. Bless the God. I, I mean them big old biscuits like they used to make. Anybody know what I'm talking about? My granny used to make. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan's book entitled Listen to Your Heart. Next is Kenneth E. Hagan's three CD series, The Spirit of Seeing and Knowing. The last item is Lynette Hagan's CD, Fuel Your Passion for God, all for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And uh, somebody said, well, what about your Living Faith Crusades? Well, hey, just go to rhema.org and yes. go to the page there where it talks about our crusades and the schedule is going to be on there. And so that's where you find our Living Faith Crusades or go to our, on our media pages. Yes. Uh, Rama or Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Rama and, USA. And Rama USA. App. All the different places that we have apps. Uh, we got apps for the iPad, the iPhone, all of that. Yes. And uh, so you can find anything about us. Just go on the media and type in rama.org. You're going to come up with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.